What is going on, you guys? This is your host, David Ramos, of another episode of Several Streams of Income. What it do, beautiful people? It's been a while. I'm not going to lie. Not a while. It's been like two days, and I have been busy trading X, Y, and Z. But let's be honest. We're all trying to make money, and y'all trying to make some more money. So <laughs> I'm not going to waste no time. We're going to jump right into today's. You know, today's topic, which is supply and demand for z- dummies. Um, I'm actually going to kind of rename this kind of supply and demand for dummies part one. Actually, I might not. Uh, because this is... The goal of this is so that way by the end of this episode, you will know exactly what supply and demand is. Because when we start talking about supply and demand, you're going to realize that there's a lot of assets that are valuable because of the low supply. So one thing we're going to talk about is stocks. We're going to use stock as a great example. So float is an example of how much shares are available to the general public. People like you and me, you know what I'm saying? Now, the smaller the float, the quicker a stock can go up. Why? Because that means a lot of shares are already bought by someone, institutions, major shareholders like CEOs, COOs, CFOs, people who work for the company, executives, X, Y, and Z. And then it's regular shareholders like you and me with the rest of the 50 million or 100 million shares. You know what I'm saying? So when we buy a lot of these shares at extremely fast price, extremely quick price, that demand, supply can't keep up. Supply is not going to go any higher unless people start selling at the demand, at the amount that we're buying. Now, at that point, the price will go down, similar in the fast action if I go up. So let's go with a small stock, right? Let's go with a stock of a 50 million float. And I buy, I don't know, it's about 2 $3. I buy half a mil. Oh, that's not realistic. Let's go with 3 mil. I buy about... Three million, you know what I'm saying? I go about three by three million shares, or actually, let's go with most more common. Let's go with about five hundred thousand, right? This the share price will spike up a little bit, especially if other people's jump in. You know what I'm saying? Like I see other people loading millions of shares at one point, putting three million into a stock, and they'll spike. Now, a lot of times, why it spikes is because someone also is selling it. Again, institutions and banks, when they see you spiking it, they will take the profits and sell it. And because they're selling at such a fast rate, that increases supply and also lowers the demand for the stock. Because if people are selling it, then it's not in demand. You know what I'm saying? Which lowers the price. Now, let's use another example. Let's use a home, right? Let's use a buyers versus sellers markets, right? So if let's say a home is called or a specific time of home buying, like right now we're about to walk into a little bit of a buyer's market. Basically what this means is that because the inventory of homes is so large and buyers have a lot of options, sellers don't have a lot of options on how to take the best offer because usually in the seller's market, they have seven offers and they'll take the one 
paying the most amount. But because inventory supply is bigger, you know what I'm saying? Unless demand can match that supply, demand stays the same. You know, it's more of a, like I said, it's more of a buyer's market. So the price will lower. You know what I'm saying? So anytime in any of these assets we're going to be talking about, anytime there's more shares or there's a stock is doing an offering or anything, anytime the supply increases and the demand does not increase with it, it will lower it. But sometimes increasing the supply would be good for demand. Like, let's look at some foreign exchange forex type stocks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of times printing more money can actually be a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you just have to spur economic and infrastructure growth by pumping in more money into the economy so people can start spending more. Now, people start spending more taxes and also gross domestic productivity increases, meaning that makes the dollar worth even more. You know, that offset in supply because if the dollar is worth more, you know what I'm saying? The dollar is worth more because our GDP and what America is able to do as a whole increases as well. So it's kind of, as you can see, it's a little bit of what supply and demand is kind of for dummies. If you guys have any questions with this, I urge you guys, please give me a text, 386-202-9866. I would have to check that out, double check that real quick. But really, uh, this has been our episode of Several Streams of Income. Uh, let's see. Next episode, we're definitely going to talk about why education is the most understood asset in the world. All right. I love you guys. Actually, we're not going to do that next episode. We're going to do a l- two more things, and then we're really going to jump into that. I love you guys. Take care. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And remember, share this with a friend.